You're listening to The Thrive Podcast, where every week we dive into a practical, tactical tip to bring you from a life of simply surviving to thriving. It's personal development for the everyday girl who is done with coasting through her days, done with feeling like she's missing out on the deeper meaning of her own life, and done with mediocrity once and for all. Because it's not enough to simply survive, you deserve to thrive. Kicking off today's episode with a very real question, and that is, am I alone in thinking that hot Cheetos might actually be laced with crack? (laughs) Those things are just so dang good and so very bad for you at the same time. It's like, I don't know what it is, but you cannot just eat one or two. No, it's half the bag or bust. I did a bit of mental spiraling the other week as I hit that mid-bag breaking point of fake cheesy goodness and was hit smack in the face with the truth of the matter. And the truth of the matter was that for as much as I wanted to blame my husband for buying them, which I couldn't because I actually bought them, (laughs) or Frito-Lay for making Cheetos in the first place, the choice to park my booty on the couch with a bag was mine and mine alone. I drank the Kool-Aid, or I guess I ate the Cheetos, and I could actually only blame myself for that final choice and whatever consequence ensued. Friend, have you ever done the same? Maybe also with food? You blame time and not having enough of it, so you grab whatever's in the freezer and call it lunch. Or you blame work and grab a pint and call it treat yourself or stress relief. The effects of our choices aren't always obvious or immediate, but they're there. Too often, we expect immediate results or instant gratification from our choices. And when they fail to be as such, we make the mistake of thinking there just weren't any results. And that just ain't the case. After about a week of those less than stellar eating choices of mine, I had a breakout. I was more bloated. My pants were too tight. I felt gross. And I realized the fact that I wasn't drinking enough water and hadn't had a vegetable in two days was probably contributing to that feeling too. (laughs) I could have probably found something under the sun to blame, but really, it came down to one thing. Myself. It was my choice to buy the Cheetos, and it was my choice to eat the Cheetos, and to eat them in one sitting. No one forced that orange, totally artificial but addicting cheesiness onto me. It was me. Same goes for any time I said I'd work out and then just didn't. No one was physically holding me back from the gym. Sure, a baby in the house made that more difficult, but I've got a trampoline, free weights, yoga mats, jump ropes, and an exercise bike at home to make it happen. So I didn't have time to go to the gym ain't even an excuse to not break a sweat. The average adult makes 35,000 choices every day on average consciously, so every single second is a choice to do, eat, try, say, or be one thing over another. So what's a girl to do when there are choices to be made about everything under the sun? Choice exhaustion is a real thing. It's called decision fatigue in psychology land, and we talked about it in our last episode on morning routines. If you haven't given that a listen yet, do so. It's a really good one. It can feel paralyzing to just get stuck in a cycle of choosing this or choosing that, especially if making decisions isn't our favorite thing or strongest suit. The solution is not to get down in the dumps on ourselves because that really doesn't help anyone. The solution instead is to hold ourselves accountable. Own the choice, but then own the next choice and make it better. 
Our choices are catalysts for chain reactions, domino effects for better or worse that determine not only the course of the rest of a day, but the course of the rest of a life sometimes. We've all seen it in action, someone's choice about their health or wellness from two decades ago coming to bite them in the butt now, or a choice about a relationship coming back into play in a few years. In today's society, we end up seeing this weird YOLO phenomenon where some folks are over-the-top relaxed in this you-do-you mentality with no idea of consequence in mind, while others are so strict on themselves to the point of unhealthy habits or unintentional self-harm. When really, owning our choices doesn't have to be either. It just has to be taken objectively instead of personally in an effort to help us blossom into our best selves. You are not defined by the choices of your past. Or at least, you don't have to be. Friend, you are defined by your next choice. Because your next choice determines your next day, which determines your next week and your next life. Life after grief, life after hardship, life after pain, life after bad choices. It's marked by what you do next, not what you did last. So, first things first, if you've been holding a past choice against yourself, please, girlfriend, forgive yourself. As hard as it might be, let it go. Let yourself move on from it. The hardest, most necessary option is to give yourself grace, always, while still taking ownership of your own choices, and in that same vein, your own life. Your choice today may have consequence tomorrow, for better or worse. The butterfly effect begins once that chrysalis starts forming, so to speak, and the choices we make today determine the peace we feel tomorrow. So, for example, if you're on a health journey, maybe striving to make healthier choices every day, you might choose the salad over the burger. Choose the run over the couch. Choose the water over the Diet Coke. Seemingly simple choices that, in time, compound for big impact. Of course, I am all about a good treat yourself, so think big picture here. A one-time choice may be different than a trending choice, albeit a one-time choice may still be life-altering. It's really up to us to consider each choice with a fine enough tooth comb to determine if the potential outcome sways our decision one way or another. Every single second is the chance for a new choice to alter the path. And this doesn't always mean adding, doing, or being more. Sometimes it means less, too. Instead of hustling on extra work, the moment of quiet prayer we choose today means peace tomorrow. Instead of extra miles in a run, the bubble bath today means relaxation tomorrow. Instead of adding more clothes to your cart, the closet clean-out means less clutter tomorrow. Self-fulfilling prophecy is a thing, friends. Give yourself the grace to move on past old bad choices, if for nothing else, but to stop them from determining any more of our present or future. When we let our past define us, that's also a choice. Let your past choices influence your future choices, not define them. The choice is still yours. It always is. So, to kick off some positive choices, here are 15 things to choose. Choose today. You've got Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Someday is not one of your options. The best option is today. But sometimes, I get it, today isn't realistic. 
but in order to nix the excuses once and for all, and to make sure you're not using today as a scapegoat for never buckling up and buckling down, if the answer ain't today, I need you to pick another one of the seven and make it happen. Choose today. And if you honestly cannot for a very legitimate reason, choose another and make it happen. Choose happiness. This phrase gets such a bad rap sometimes, and for good reason. I mean, it can sound like a bunch of unicorn bullcrap. Especially for those of us who suffer from something like depression, where choosing to be happy might not just feel impossible, it might be impossible because brain chemicals are just like that sometimes. But when your present happiness is riding on the back of your present thoughts, it's up to you to choose what's allowed in versus what gets kicked the heck out. It's your brain. You are the owner, therefore you are in control. Even when it feels like you're anything but, you can still hang on to the power to allow happiness in. Or at the very least, to not allow the antithesis of happiness, to choose against anything but. Choose gratitude. You don't need a million dollars or a beach house in Malibu to be appreciative. There is always someone whose grass is greener, who has more of something than you. But there's also always someone who has less, who prays for what you already have. It's been psychologically proven approximately a thousand times how beneficial gratitude is in our everyday lives. Seriously, not just a game changer, but a life changer. Some days you might be thankful for the incredible raise at work or the partner who threw the most romantic date night. Other days, you might be thankful for the roof over your head or the good cup of coffee. It's not about having the most to be grateful for. It's about being the most grateful for what we have. Choose perspective. Whether it's half full or half empty, it's the exact same volume of water in the cup. That is the beauty of your perspective. The facts stay the same. The mood is what changes. Choose to try. Robert Kennedy said it best, only those who dare to fail greatly can ever achieve greatly. And if you never try, you'll never fail, but you'll never change either. Nothing changes if nothing changes. And the next step in your life requires some change. It might get uncomfortable, but nothing good ever happens in comfort zones. So get comfortable being uncomfortable and choose to try. Choose to start. Take the first step, and then if you're feeling it, take the next. Choose to start again, because sometimes starting over is the hardest step of all. Choose to stop, because other times having the courage to say no altogether is hardest. Choose to keep going. The semicolon is the most powerful piece of punctuation because it's a sign that even though everything could stop, it's continuing onward and rightfully so. You don't have to let your shortcomings define you, nor do you have to let your hardest battles break you. You've made it this far because you are a strong, capable, badass woman. You can keep going, and you will. Choose to forgive. I'll never forget when someone told me this once. They said, reconciliation is a two-way street. Forgiveness is not. You might never be at mutual peace with that person again, but you can be at peace in your own heart, knowing that you have forgiven the wrongs and you wish them the best. It doesn't need to be all hunky-dory. It just needs to be honest and heartfelt. You're allowed to simultaneously forgive someone and never see them again. Choose to give. 
of your time, of your talents, of your resources in whatever way could best serve your neighbor. Which brings us to choose to serve. The difference between giving and serving is that giving may just be giving what you want to give. Serving is giving what they need. Jamie and I learned this the hard way through the years by way of the four love languages. We'd get into it because one of us would be giving and the other just wouldn't be receiving it correctly. It would cause unnecessary tensions and even blatant arguments between us because one party would be feeling like they were being totally underappreciated while the other thought they were going out of their way to give to the other. The hard lesson we learned is that it is not about how you give, but how you serve. Giving what you feel like giving might be great, but is it truly what the other person wants or needs most? Look to serve whenever and wherever possible instead. Choose to ask for help because sometimes we just can't do it alone and that's a-okay. Choose to ask for more. More help, more time, more attention, more money, more of whatever it is you need to elevate you to the next level. Ask and you shall receive. You were made for more, friend. And you're allowed to step into your next space, even if that means taking more of something to get there. Choose to apologize. Pride is one of the seven deadly sins for a reason. It only exists to destroy. If you hurt someone, own up to it. Apologize. A simple I'm sorry can go such a long way. Choose to stop making excuses. Just do whatever you can with whatever you've got wherever you're at. That's all we can do, am I right? You might not do it like she does, but you're not supposed to do it like she does. You're supposed to do it like you do. So what's your excuse? Be willing to call it what it is and cut the crap and own up to it even being crap in the first place. Eliminating useless excuses can be the first step to the rest of your life since it clears out the clutter and makes room for more good. And so friends, I will leave you with this. Your willpower wanes throughout the day. So stack the odds in your favor and make any harder choices as early in the day as possible so that you don't run into decision fatigue throughout the day. Let one good choice snowball into the next. I don't know about you, but I feel so good after a good workout that I want to grab protein and then I am much more likely to grab a salad than a crazy unhealthy burger from McDonald's after that. If you're making a series of good choices one after the other, you might be more likely to keep up the momentum and get even more done in the long run by just capitalizing on that when you can. And lastly, always give yourself grace. Because sure, it might have been your choice to do the really dumb thing or make the bad decision that you still regret, but it's also your choice to forgive yourself as much as it is your choice to be better tomorrow. So cheers to the choices that you will make the rest of today. You already chose to listen to Thrive, so obviously you've got one good choice in the books. I'm hoping that you choose to thrive yourself the rest of today as well. Wait, before you go, if you like what you just listened to, drop us five stars on iTunes. 
Make sure you're subscribed to never miss an episode of Thrive. And if you're on Instagram, snap a screenshot and share to your story with what episode you're tuning into and tag me at Erica Legenza with what part resonated with you the most. That way I can see what's helping you and your friends can pick up a helpful tidbit too. Thanks for tuning in. It's your time to thrive.